story time again. This is Ra, and this is Raw with Ra. Let's dive deep once again into an uncontainable story where today I'm going to be focusing on empaths. I want to define what empaths are. <laughs> A true empath can feel what others are feeling. They can tune in and sense other people's pain and emotion and excitement and anxieties. And some people can tune in so deeply to the feeling of what a group of people may be collectively carrying. For empaths, it's common to be very introverted to be retrieved from the world because while you're discovering that you've been bombarded by the outside vibes, everyone calling you sensitive and you're so sensitive and oh my God, there you go crying again. And maybe that anxiety that you're feeling is not so much that there's something wrong with you, but that you're perceiving what's so wrong with everybody else around you. And there's a lot wrong with the world right now. And this little hat, this uncontainable squeaky wheel hat that I wear producing podcasts and independent content for over seven years now. I am feeling like there is a human state of emergency. I am concerned for humankind as we get sucked into our gadgets, sucked away from reality, moving away so far from connecting with other people. And so many of us are charged up and carrying so much. And if you're an empath, if you feel everything around you so deeply, if you can feel another person's thought, vibration, it's probably very difficult to be in your skin right now. Signs that you are an empath include being overwhelmed in public spaces. I remember a time that, and this is how you can tell, so I'll, I'll share a couple of stories. There was a time where I went to drop off my niece in school in the morning, and I remember that walking over with her, we were smiling, singing. We were even sharing some gratitude the moment I walked into the school building, there was so much energy, there was so much excitement outside. Quick glance, it felt good. But for some reason, while I was there, surrounded by all of this energy in that particular morning, I felt this overwhelming sensation in my body. I 
I started feeling so nervous and I, I, I find it in my body, it was hard to breathe. My heart was racing and, and I was feeling lightheaded all of a sudden. And when you're doing this inner work, it's not that you stop feeling or experiencing things. It's just that you acquire more tools to help you shift into a different mind state so that you can cope with the isness of the moment. In that time, I knew that I needed to sh change change something about the environment. And the quickest thing that I thought to do was to walk outside. For some reason, I clapped three times. And I said, this is not mine. Tremendo bull chip. I'm not going to take up what's mine. And I did this little weird move. And then I walked inside. And I have to say that I felt a shift. Sometimes those simple things really do help you create big shifts. But what else does it mean to be an empath? It feels that to be an empath can feel like when you watch a movie, you may feel overwhelmed if you're watching something horrific. If there is a scary movie, for example, your being might not be able to take it. So when I was watching the movie Saw, I, my body couldn't take it. I was starting to experience deep anxiety and I had to close my eyes. I was trying to cover my ears so I would be limited and some of the even sound effects would start giving me anxiety. Empaths can feel emotions, but one thing we forget is that in society, one of the big emotions we see all the time, one of the big emotions I see all the time, even in my around, my surrounding area, well, I guess too, would be sadness, depression, right? And anger, really, really deep anger. And that, in my body, as someone that can feel the environment so deeply at times. It's one thing to tune into someone who's feeling really sad, but it can feel so destabilizing to tune in when someone's so angry and so filled with rage, especially if they're directing those anger currents toward you. And it could just be simply that they're sharing a story with you, but they're so angry that as an empath, when you're working on your toolkit, you may not know how to buffer. Something that I heard the other day that brings great clarity is be an observer, not an absorber. <laughs> and we tend to absorb so much, don't we? <laughs> Or else, how, what other signs are there 
How do you know that you might be an empath? Are you that person that always finds yourself talking to strangers? People just randomly open up to you, tell you these random, dark secrets that maybe they haven't shared with anybody else. Maybe it's because you have a soothing presence to you. You know, there's a quote that I found on the internet, and I like this quote. It's by Anton St. Martin. Highly sensitive people are too often perceived as weaklings or damaged goods. To feel intensely is not a symptom of weakness. It is the trademark of the truly alive and compassionate. It is not the empath who is broken. It is society that has become dysfunctional and emotionally disabled. disabled. There is no shame in expressing your authentic feelings. Those who are at times described as being a hot mess or just simply having too many issues are the very fabric of what keeps the dream alive for a more caring, humane world. Never be ashamed to let your tears shine a light in this world. Ah, what an amazing, amazing quote, thought. I wanted to share that with you. Sometimes when we feel the world so deeply, it's so easy for us to feel broken. I remember being 13 years old and I thought I was broken. I really did. I thought something was wrong with me. I remember being angry all of the time. I remember feeling broken because I didn't know if I felt love. I didn't. I know I knew how to act good. I learned that from the way I was being raised and the Christian principles that were being instilled in me. But I I thought I was broken. Now I understand that I was just feeling the density of the environment of being a kid growing up in an environment that was that wasn't felt so unsafe. And I'm not referring to my home environment. My parents did what they could even in their dysfunction. I'm referring to the outside environment, the gangs, the outward prostitution, the outward drug dealing in the corner, the gang violence that would ensue sometimes. It could be the daytime. I remember coming out of school and hearing gunshots and running, running away from the gunshots. In all that density, I think that I just was probably feeling so much that as a coping mechanism, I built these very tough walls so that nothing can penetrate it. But already at the age of 13, I was becoming this angry bubble. I was becoming this angry bubble. And something guided me to seek 
spirituality. And since I was 13, that was my transition point. And I sought spirituality and I started going to a youth group and we started talking about life and being a young person. And I was the youngest person there. But I remember this one pivotal night that I'll never forget. And that was when we were doing a prayer and we were singing this prayer and it was in, and we were in a circle and we had our eyes closed and there was a candlelight in the middle of the room and we were swaying as we were singing this prayer song. And all of a sudden this feeling, this feeling poured over me. It was a feeling I never felt in my whole life. It was love. And I became addicted to that feeling. And since that very, very strong, pivotal moment, I have been looking for ways to understand the way I feel. Understand that I was just a kid feeling the world so deeply. And as a coping mechanism, I created these walls. Then when the walls came down, you have to deal with this new lesson. How do you integrate everything you perceive about the world around you? When I said before that empaths can feel your anger, and those vibes, they feel violent, intrusive. They hurt so much. There, there have been times... In my journey where when I was learning how to cope with how vulnerable and sensitive and attuned I could be to an environment and I didn't have the tools that I have now, they're not perfect. I'm still learning them. But I remember being in this space where everything was so, I felt like I was naked everywhere. The sound of a person's voice penetrated my being and it hurt me. And I don't even know how to explain that. I remember someone was really angry at me and I, they were yelling at me because I was so angry because I was changing the rules and I was moving on and I was breaking up with a lot of people in my life, a lot of friendships, and saying no, no mas. That's one of the toolkits for an empath is boundaries. Is putting up boundaries and knowing that dance so that you aren't like I was in that 13-year-old kid where my walls were so thick. But not, but not going the other way is also not helpful because if you have no boundaries and you're just allowing yourself to feel everything, then it can get very confusing to be in your skin. This is why it's so hard for empaths to really know. And unless you have alone time, you don't really know how to separate what's yours and what's not. So back to the story when I was in that moment when I was breaking up with a whole lot of people in my life and I was just changing the rules and saying no, right? I was starting to realize that what was wrong in all of these dynamics was that I wasn't putting up boundaries that were going to empower me to move safely with more feelings of health in the world. And when you are around people who 
don't know how to manage their anger or they get angry at every single thing. And my God, we can find a million things to always be angry about. It can be very confusing because that's just a lot of vibrational noise for an empath or someone who is highly sensitive. And at that point when I didn't have my toolkit yet, some of these are energy anger currents would feel so strong in my body that I would physically push me and I would lose my balance. I have never experienced a phenomenon like that. So when I'm telling you that those vibes feel intrusive and angry, can you imagine little kids? And I, I think this is why I have so much compassion for kids. And if you've ever tuned into the Monday podcast, well, the Cafecito Break brand, was, which is more, uh, it's about being in that moment and the alive moment is not pre-recorded like this. The moments I have lost it on the show have been when I've been talking th about things that have to do with the children. Imagine how much density so many of the children are experiencing right now as we live in an upside-down world with well-meaning adults making such horrific decisions on behalf of the children. And so many children are suffering because children feel their environment so deeply. And many of them are forced so quickly to put those walls up when they don't have the toolkit, the understanding of someone around them who can say, hey, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not broken. You are divine. People say that about that. Empaths all of the time. And, you know, as we continue to awaken and expand in our perceptions, more of these people and, and more people around the world, we're feeling these varying degrees of information. It's temporary. It can hurt a lot. And ultimately, it is a test for our being. So if you're working on your boundaries, as I said, this can be feeling like the biggest challenge. But you are superhumans. <laughs> Empaths are indeed skillful at sensing varying degrees of feelings, emotions, and thought currents. One of the, some of the tools that help me manage my what I absorb from my environment. If I absorb anxiety, if I absorb anger, you know, sometimes you don't know if it's yours or it's somebody else's. What has helped me is yoga. Yoga has helped me so much. Meditation, meditation walks, taking a cold shower, laying on the ground grounding, taking off your shoes and being barefoot in a park somewhere 
<laughs> so my darling butterflies, be gentle out there. Take it easy. No, you're not broken. Yes, you're feeling the world very deeply and strongly. And strongly. <laughs> and this superpower is needed so much right now. We are warriors. Don't forget to put that mask, that breathing mask on first. Take a moment to reflect. Take time as often as you can to be without any distractions and try to just feel into the moment and breathe deeply. I'll talk to you soon. This has been Ra. Until next time. Switch to T-Mobile and get four lines for just 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us so you can take a portrait photo of the whole family with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry into T-Mobile and get four lines for 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Finance agreements required. Switch to T-Mobile and get four lines for just 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us so you can take a portrait photo of the whole family with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry into T-Mobile and get four lines for 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Finance agreements required.